Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I don't think they're ready for this. This is different. A LA Ram podcast, not based in California, but based in Florida? Come on, nah. You know I had to do it. Ram Nation, stand up. It's Ramley Talk from the Playmakers Bar podcast, hosted by Darnell the Playmakers Silence. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing tonight? You know who it is. It's your boy down in the play making side. And you see right there on the screen that we talking NFL schedule. We talking the Rams with the season out here right now. I will be having a guest with me who will be joining me shortly. But uh let's just let's just go ahead and um get right into it, shall we? Let me go ahead and do this real quick. As you know, the schedule is out. The Rams, Super Bowl champions, has the toughest schedule to date on today. We currently have five division champions that we have to go up against. Eight playoff teams within that. That includes the Buffalo Bills, who won the AFC East. The Dallas Cowboys, who won the NFC East. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who won the NFC South. Kansas City Chiefs, AFC West. And the Green Bay Packers, who won the NFC North. And then, you know, Arizona made the playoffs. San Francisco made the playoffs. So we'll be seeing them twice this year. And the Las Vegas Raiders made the playoffs. So five division champions, eight playoff teams, and the schedule, hardest schedule in the league. With Cardinals being second on that list with the second hardest schedule in the San Francisco 49 tied for fifth. With the Kansas City Chiefs, that's the fifth hardest schedule. So the NFC West has it out for them. And by the way, speaking of the NFC West, we have the AFC West on our schedule this season. We have the uh, NFC South on our schedule, so that should be a fun one. We get to play on we get to play on Christmas Day. We open up the season. We have five primetime games, along with twelve other teams who have five primetime games. We have two Monday night games, two Thursday night games, and one Sunday night game. The Sunday night game is interesting though. But I'll get to that in a minute and whatnot. But it's going. this is going to be something to watch, something interesting to see how this season is going. 
But there's a lot of things that have changed in this season, a lot of things going on in this season for the Rams to try to repeat and get to Arizona for Super Bowl 57. Now, we all know that uh, it's been a pretty long time since you've seen back-to-back champions. That would be New England Patriots back in 04 or 05, I want to say, or 05 or 06, one of them two years. So it's been a long time since we had back-to-back champions, and it would be nice for the Rams to do it. Not for one, you did it in your own stadium, and two, you get to do it in the division rival stadium. So that's something to watch out for, something to see. But, hey. It is what it is. But now, as we get started here, let me adjust this real quick. As I look at it, let's bring up the schedule, sorry. And I want y'all to see this. That's the schedule right there. Most, most everybody already seen it because it came out yesterday. Everybody was talking about how they're going to do it. But look at that schedule. Kicking off with the Buffalo Bills at home. Then the Falcons come to us the week after. We had the Arizona, then San Fran for the two divisional games back to back. Dallas comes to Dallas comes to town, followed by the Panthers. By week in week seven. Interesting by week. That's an interesting by week in week seven. Then we got San Fran. By the way, the first San Fran game, the week four, that was on Monday Night Football. Then we got San Fran after the bye week. We go to Tampa. Rematch of the division round playoffs for those of you who remember that game. I'm pretty sure when my guest gets here, we'll get into that a little bit more. We have the Cardinals coming to us after the after second after the Tampa game after we go to Tampa. Then we head down to New Orleans and do New Look New Orleans. That should be an interesting one to watch and pay attention to because you know all our battles with. That team when they drew Brady was the quarterback, and then I battled with Jamie Winston when he was the Bucks quarterback. So that'd be something interesting to watch. And Sean Payton is no longer the coach in New Orleans, so looking forward to that game. And then we talking that's week eleven, then week twelve. We head to Arrowhead Stadium. This is a matchup a lot of people have been waiting for ever since that very classic high scoring monday night football game i believe it was the third highest scoring monday monday night football game ever and going to arrowhead i don't even remember the last time i don't even remember the last time the rams went to arrowhead i have to, to look that up the last time the rams went to arrowhead but that's a game a lot of people's looking forward to then be home to seattle before a stretch that before this show is over, I'm gonna get into because this is the stretch I'm like I am so looking at. The Vegas Raiders at home Thursday night, at Green Bay Monday night, Broncos on Christmas Day. Oh well, we're the away team, but we're playing the Chargers at SoFi on Sunday night, and we finish off with the Seattle Seahawks. So very, very interesting schedule that we have here, and I I do like. Like that stretch is interesting. Thursday night, Sunday night, Christmas. No, Thursday night, Monday night, su- Christmas Day, and Sunday night. That's what that's an interesting stretch. But I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. But now I want to get into this bye week at week seven. Last year we didn't have our bye week to I want to say week eleven because I think week twelve we had to go to Green Bay. We had to go to Green Bay. And that was part of a stretch when we had our roughest time. We lost to the Tennessee Titans on Sunday Night Football. Then we lost to the San Francisco 49ers on the Monday Night Football. Had our bye week. Lost to, lost at Green Bay. That was the worst stress, but they found a way to get it together, and we saw the end result. Super Bowl title in L.A., where it's supposed to be. Now, this year, our bye week is going to be week seven. So we get through the first six weeks, have a bye week, and then you talk to them. 8 through 18. That is 11 games, I want to say. 11 games in a row before the postseason. That is a tall task for the Rams. See, last year, we, like I said, our Bible was in week 11, so you actually split the season in half for us because you played your first 10 games and then you finished off with when you finished off the seven games, now you, they flipped it somewhat. So they flipped it the other way. 
You get get a little bit going in the first half, cut it off, and then you got to finish off with 11 straight games. We should see how that goes because that's a lot of games and you're talking one, two, at Tampa, at New Orleans, at Kansas, at Green Bay, at Seattle. You're talking five road games in that 11 game stretch after the bye week. It's not eight because we're playing the Chargers and both of us, that's both of our homes. So that's not really a world game. Somebody had to be the away team, so they chose us. They could have chose the Chargers, but it is what it is. Now, as my guest should be coming on shortly. And uh, shout out to my brother, James Ter Terrell. Checking in on you, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Now, Let's look at it. We talking opening night kickoff game. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills coming to SoFi Stadium to take on the reigning Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. A rematch from two seasons ago in week three when the Rams took the trip to Buffalo. And left Buffalo with a three-point loss. I want to say it was 31-28, I believe. When we came back from 25 down, took the lead, and Josh Allen. And I want to say, I want to say, was it Kevin Knox or Dawson? One of the two scored the game winning touchdown for for Buffalo. So that was two years ago when Josh Allen was still coming onto the scene in the rounds. We still had Jared Goff at quarterback. Now, Josh Allen is on the team that are favorites to come out of that AFC West along with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Rams are obviously the reigning Super Bowl champions. So now, Thursday, September 8th, 8.20, NBC. How does this go? Oh, by the way, Von Miller is coming back to SoFi Stadium. Let's not, let's not forget about Mr. Von Miller. Who helped us get to that championship being on the other side of Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd so Linda find the other edge. He's returning. He's gonna get his ring as well. The Rams gonna get their ring. The banner's gonna go up. We all know how this goes. It's gonna be an emotional moment before the game. To see a banner hung up at SoFi Stadium in the Super Bowl rings. Well, I was told that Aaron Donald, Odell Beckham Jr., and Jalen Ramsey all helped custom make. By the way, speaking of OBJ, can we, if we're going to sign him, can we go ahead and sign him? Because we might as well go ahead and get it out of the way before we just doing it. Okay? Now, back to this game. Josh Allen, Stephon Dill, who received a, who received a contract extension, much deserved. Okay? Still got questions at running back. You bring in Von Miller to a already good defense of Buffalo anyway. But, you know, they had their problems in the uh, playoffs with the Kansas City Chiefs going, landing the Chiefs score in 13 seconds. So I'm pretty sure they want to rectify that out the gate when you're going to the Super Bowl champions. And then you got, you know, we still got Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. Added Adam Robinson to the receiving core. Traded Robert Woods to Tennessee. Added Bobby Wagner to the to the middle of the defense at linebacker, which is a very good sign that I love. I don't have to worry about him hitting us anymore. He can go hit everybody else now, which is good. I'm down. I'm down for that. I'm good with that. This is gonna be interesting to see how this goes. Sean McDermott versus Sean McVay. Sean McDermott's a defensive-minded coach. Sean McVay always is up. Offensive-minded coach and a genius at it. You, we got a lot of weeks. You we got a lot. We got some months to prepare for this. Now I don't know how this gonna go because you know we still got training camp, we still got OTAs, preseason, all this other stuff that we gotta get through before we get to open night. But I'm looking forward to this game like everybody else, the entire nation. My matter of fact, the whole world is looking forward to this game. Because like I said, the Bills are one of the favorites to come out of the AFC. 
along with the Kansas City Chiefs. People actually would people are actually picking the Bills to come out of the AFC over the Kansas City Chiefs. Because with what happened with Kansas City losing Tyreek Hill, who's that receiver, stuff like that. It's gonna be very interesting to see and we're gonna monitor some things, see how that goes. So that's the kickoff game. Then we look back at the schedule. We two, the Atlanta Falcons. Shout out to my sister Yolanda Williams. Big Falcons fan. ATL second home for me. You know. But Atlanta, y'all gonna get this work. Marcus Mariota, that's cool and whatnot. Y'all, y'all drafted Desmond Ritter, but he's not gonna be ready. To be honest, as his face fast, he's not gonna be ready. Then you know. We can go one and one, two and zero oh, to start the season because we're gonna beat Atlanta. Buffalo's a toss up. We'll just see how that goes. And then we go to week three at the Arizona Cardinals. A lot of time right for Arizona Cardinals right now. Kyler Murray didn't want to be there. Wasn't trying to be there. Wanted to leave. Was feeling some type of way. DeAndre Hawkins. He gets busted with. PED use, which he didn't know about, so he's suspended for six games, which means he's missing this game. They don't have Chase Edmonds no more. He took his talents down to South Beach in Miami. Cardinals most likely are going to lose this game. So we're going to call it 3 0. 3 0, because I don't think the Rams are going to lose the opening. Tough game, down to the wire type game, we beat both. So 3 0 right now. I'm going 3 0. And then week four, Monday night football. Oh, hold on, hold on. My boys in the building. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, let me hold on. Let me drop this down real quick. Bringing you to bringing you to Ramley Talk yet again. Please welcome the judge man himself, Jonathan Mathis. What's going on, bud? Hey, what's going on, Playmaker? It's delighted to be on as always. How are you doing today? You know, I've I've enjoyed my day today, and now I'm about to have even more fun because now I'm jumping on to have a sports conversation with you. What's going on, man? And nothing much, man. Just getting into the conversation talk. Uh, I already talked about the opener, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you get in on the opener with the Buffalo Bills coming. You know what? That's to me, that's a competitive matchup. Uh, we all know how good, great of a team the Buffalo Bills are, right? They're this offensive uh, powerhouse, you know. We all saw that last season. They they definitely have offensive firepower. So I can see both of these teams matching up really well because both of them are going to throw haymakers, right? You know, you're going to have on one side of the field, you're going to have Matthew Stafford doing his thing. And on the other side of the field, you're going to have uh, you're going to have old boy leading Buffalo doing his things, Josh Allen. Uh, so it should be a fun matchup. And that and that matchup happens to be here in Inglewood, uh, which makes it all that much more exciting because then you have all the stars coming out to watch what should be a very competitive football game. A lot of people calling this a Super Bowl preview. Do you, do you feel that way? I can see it being a, a Super Bowl preview because, look, the Rams are poised to run it back. Uh, they have all the pieces in place to make that happen. And uh, a return to the Super Bowl seems very feasible. For the Buffalo Bills, they fell short last year uh, because of a coin toss, sadly. That ended their season. Uh, didn't have a chance. Josh Allen didn't have a chance to get the ball back in overtime. And, and, you know, we could really be arguing, sitting here arguing today, uh, you know, about Buffalo possibly being the Super Bowl favorite, um, which they look like they were a year ago. So I can see this being a, a, a preview of the Super Bowl, uh, very much so. Okay. Well, and uh, Von Miller's coming back. He's going to get his ring along with everybody else on the Rams. But he's on the other side this time. Yeah, it's going to be an emotional night for him, an emotional game, uh, to say the least. You know, he's going to be on the other side of the field. He knows how those guys play over there. Um, you know, he can give 
uh, his new teammates some of that inside information about the Rams. It should be an intriguing matchup to see how Von Miller, uh, you know, performs against his former team. And you know he's gonna he's gonna try everything he can to throw the kitchen sink at uh, Matthew Stafford and that offense. Uh, but you know Von Miller is a step slower now. He's not the same, uh, you know, dominant linebacker that he used to be. That shutdown linebacker that he once was. I think what what I'm more anxious to see is the is the matchup between him and Bobby Wagner. Now I think that makes for an epic showdown. Now, as you see, I got the schedule right here. Uh, the Falcons are next. I see us beating the Falcons. There's no problem. I'm sorry to my sister. I don't know who's a big Falcons fan, but I don't see the Falcons competing in that game. We had Arizona. The fact that Kyler Murray went through what he did doing, they're not going to have DeAndre Hopkins. They lost Christian Kirk to Jacksonville. I see us winning that game. So I possibly got us at 3 0 right now because I don't think we're losing the opening night. I think we pulled that off. Probably with a Matt Gay field goal at the end. Yeah, the, the, the first game on the schedule is going to be the tough one um, for the Rams. It, it's going to be a game where they have to fill things out first because, you you know, you're just getting into a rhythm. You're starting the season. I expect that game to be close. The Falcons game, I'm not so sure. You know, I have my ifs ands um, about that game, you know. Um, but I, I think I think when it's all said and done, the Rams blow out the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons – are ready to compete at such a high level. I don't know what what their season holds, um, so I think I think the Rams will breeze through that one. Uh, week three, it should be a cakewalk. You know, your your Kyler Murray's not happy with his current situation. Um, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins won't be around because due to that suspension. Uh, so yeah, the Rams should easily come away three and zero. They should be 3-0 and by week three. The 49ers, that's an interesting one. That's a Monday night football game. That's on national TV. Uh, the 49ers are interesting within themselves, though, because look. Will Debo be with the 49ers? And that's the thing I'm getting at. Will Debo be with the 49ers? Now, from my understanding, I'm hearing that he's going to return, that he's willing to uh, reconcile his differences and work things out with that organization. Um, that they have come to some kind of agreement. I don't know how true that is. I don't know where they stand. I don't know um, his status. I, I think that remains unknown. But that's what I've been hearing um, if you follow league, uh, league circles. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That remains to be seen. Week 5 looks fun to me. Damn Cowboys. Them damn Cowboys. I hope Bear Man I hope Bear Man's listening in. We're kicking y'all behind again. Yeah, I can see the Rams coming away with that one. It, it won't be easy because, look, the Cowboys do have a pretty solid defense. You know, the, the problem with them last season, we all know the problem with them, Playmaker, is that they couldn't take care of the damn football. They have ball security issues, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's a team that's ill-prepared and a team that lacks defense. Uh, uh, not lack defense, but lacks discipline. Yeah, but Bearman, Ashley, uh, Tyler Butler, all my Cowboy fans, y'all taking that L. I hope y'all know that. <laughs> Carolina. I, is there really anything to talk about with Carolina? Carolina don't even know who, who they want to be at quarterback. Yeah, their quarterback situation is in the air right now. I don't think they know uh, who to put at the starting quarterback. Um, so that remains to be seen. Actually, I, I can see I can see the Rams going undefeated all the way into week six. So we're talking six and zero going into a bye week. Six and zero going into a bye week. I can which is see which is week seven. How you feel about that Bobby being in? Week I seven? can see week eight being the game that they lose though. Week eight, okay. But how you feel about that Bobby being at week seven this this year compared to being week eleven last year? Um, you know what? I, I feel it's better early than late uh, because you know, hey, what if the Rams drop a few games and they have to find themselves again? You know, week eleven. It's closer to getting to the playoff. 
And, you know, sometimes a bye week can throw your rhythm off. You know, it, it could uh, it, it could change, you know, the way you perform on the football field. But at last season, it didn't really affect the Rams much. But I'm more of a guy who likes the bye week earlier than later. Okay. And then as you look into when we come out the bye week, it's round two with the San Francisco 49ers. This time is at SoFi Stadium. So you're saying we're going to split with the 49ers? I could see that happening because sometimes when you come out, out off of a bye week, you're a little rusty. You know, um, you haven't played football. I know you, you've you been practicing and you've still been doing your workouts and everything. Uh, but sometimes that, that, that game coming out of a bye week is a trap game, believe it or not. And so I can see, uh, you know, the Rams losing to the 49ers and it's humanly impossible. Well, not in a 16-game season, but hey, I mean, I mean, you you never know, playmaker. Uh, sometimes it's humanly impossible to win every game on your schedule, and it's you not. Know, it's not the, the funny thing game. is, if we split with the 49ers. That's actually better than the last three seasons that we had against the 49ers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then from the 49ers, we heading back to South Florida. Division around rematch with the goats. I think this is a team that you could beat. Uh, the Rams have Tom Brady's coming back, and the Rams have done a good job putting pressure on Tom Brady every time they faced him. So I don't see why they can beat the Buccaneers once again. I mean, it, it's not going to be a blowout. We are three and zero against Tom Brady since he came to Tampa. Exactly. So there you go. There you go. And every time you put pressure on him, when you have a guy like Aaron Donald and now you add Bobby Wagner to that defense, it's going to be a long, long day for Tom Brady. Actually, I feel sorry for Tom Brady in week nine playing against a very good Rams defensive front. From there, we head back home and we got the Arizona Cardinals for round two. DeAndre Hawkins will be back at this time. If their quarterback situation is up in the air and we don't really know what Kyler Murray's status look like, you know, um, the Cardinals can easily drop two games to the Rams. Mm. Mm, so right now where we at? That was what, week 10? So we're looking at what? 7-1 and one right now? Yep. Losing to San Francisco off the bye week? Yep. 7-1 and one right now, ladies and gentlemen. Then... We head to the Big Easy. As news dropped today that Jarvis Landry is joining the New Orleans Saints. So that'll be Michael Thomas, Chris Olave from Ohio State, and Jarvis Landry, along with James with James Winston and Alvin Kamara. Now, I said it earlier, but Sean Payton's not at the helm no more. That'll right. be Dennis Allen. Right. So how do we feel? Well, Jarvis Landry went down there for that good old gumbo and that good Cajun food down there in New Orleans. But, no, nah, he's joining a good uh, uh, wide receiver corp. It's a bottomless wide receiver corp. But who's their quarterback? And you, like you said, Sean Payton's not down there anymore. Um, we saw last year the Saints struggle. Uh, they struggled. Didn't they struggle more defensively rather than offensively? Or they struggled – they struggle, they struggle more offensively when James Winston went down. Yeah, they struggle more offensively once James Winston went down. So, I mean, I could see the Rams escaping in New Orleans um, and winning this one possibly too. I think the Rams are just too strong and potent of an offense and, you know, stifling defensively that – they could pretty much win most of these games on their schedule. All right, that's what nine and one, and then we heading down to one of the large, loudest stadiums in the entire league, dealing with that man that is known as Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and a new look Kansas City offense. The loud noise down in Arrowhead won't phase the Rams too much. The Rams are pretty good playing anywhere. It's not it's not where you play, it's how you play. So I'm not worried about the crowd noise down there and the the 
you know, the decibel level and all that, that's not a concern. Um, the Rams will, you know, uh, play their game no matter what, but this won't be an easy win. The Chiefs are a very, very good team. I don't know how they will be looking defensively. We saw last year uh, towards the second half of the season, their defense was the big part as to why they got where they got to last season, their defense has started bailing them out of big moments. It was the offense that was more suspect last year for the Kansas City Chiefs. Interestingly enough, uh, Patrick Mahomes struggled uh, from time to time. Uh, didn't look like the flawless quarterback that we saw early in his career, you know, and, and struggled to get it going offensively. So the defense uh, was a huge factor for them. I don't know. I'm going to ride with the Rams in this one, too. I'm going to take Kansas City. I think that's our second loss. Think so? You have to remember. They, so you have to remember. This is how I see it. Leading up to that week, you know what they're going to talk about. That Monday Night Football game. When we escaped that one. Right. That's going to add a fuel to the fire for Kansas City. Like, yo, y'all did escape, but there's no way y'all should have won that game. And now y'all in our building now. So now we get to return the favor. So I'm going to say Kansas City going to get that one. So right now, that's the second loss on the schedule. And then we get our first matchup with the Seattle Seahawks at home. And shout out to my nephew, Marcus Ebb. He already know what's coming his way. I hope I hope Seahawks Nation know what's coming their way for this season. Because it's going to be a ugly season. They should know what to expect. They should know that this team is not looking to contend this year that they are clearly in the rebuild I see the Rams taking care of business versus Seattle um, I think that's actually a, a pretty easy win for them on their schedule And then no, no Russell Wilson anymore no Bobby Wagner it's a new look team and then we get to the stretch that I am most interested of in this whole tire schedule First off, Thursday night, week 14, at home, here come the Raiders. Derek Carr, his best friend back with him in Devontae Adams. They still got Josh Jacobs. They still got Dan Roll and tight end. A new head coach in Josh McDaniels, which should help that offense. And their defense is still intact, if I remember correctly. Their defense is actually loaded. You still have Max, uh, Maxie Crosby. Um, you know, you, you got playmakers on that defense. I think this is where they actually lose playmakers. I oh, the Raiders. I, I, I think the Raiders can get them. I think the Raiders can get them. And you just pretty much laid it all out there as to why uh, this seems like a victory for the Raiders because of the weapons they have. Look, let's realize that their quarterback, Derek Carr, is not a bad quarterback at all. He's actually unvalued, unappreciated. Um, you know, he doesn't get the love and the recognition from around the league. Um, he's a better quarterback than what people, you know, say he is. Um, and then you still have Josh Jacobs. This Raiders team won't be a pushover. This Raiders team is a team that people need to start taken seriously. I remember for years when they were a laughing stock. They got a new coach. They got an offensive-minded coach now in Josh McDaniels. I think this is an interesting matchup, and I think this is one that the Raiders could win. And I'm going to say it's going to be a close score. I say the Raiders might win this game by a field goal. He said he has the Raiders walking the SoFi Stadium beating around, so that's three losses on the schedule right there. Then we go for Monday night, and by the way, Jalen Rounds, we got to deal with Devontae Adams yet again. And speaking of Devontae Adams, we go from the Raiders. We got to go back to Lambeau Field for Monday Night Football. And for everybody who knows the Rams and keeps up with the Rams, that is the one place we have the most trouble at is Lambeau Field. And we talking December 19th, Monday Night Football. It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. Uh, the weather forecast usually that time of year is chilly in Green Bay. And I say chilly because 
you haven't really felt the coldness yet i'm guessing until about january or february when it gets really really cold down in lambo uh and you know i'm a california boy so i, I mean i'm so used to the warm weather uh but yeah lambo's a tough place to play the rams haven't had much success there um it's not going to be easy trying to win a game down there especially playing against Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Um, you know, so I mean, it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. What more can I say? I mean, I understand that he's a drummer queen, but he's going to do what he does best and he's going to heave balls down the field and and make sure those balls are perfectly placed that his receivers can come down with those catches. Um, I don't know where I stand with this one, Playmaker. I, I mean, this is tough. Like you said, you look at the history, and the Rams haven't had much success down there. Um, I mean, that's that's a tough one right there. Um, but I'm going to give the slight edge to the Rams. The, you got to remember, too, the Rams love primetime. They love playing primetime football. And they have had success in primetime games, and that's a Monday night game. Just saying, just throwing it out there. That's a very excellent point because when we played Temple, a lot of people didn't think Jared Goff was going to have a game that he played against Tom Brady down there in Temple. And then last year, Thursday Night Football up in Seattle, we know how that usually go for us. That usually never bodes well for us going up there for a primetime game. Right. They got it. They got over that hump. All right. Well, I feel pretty good with what you're saying. Monday night may be the difference for us finally getting over Green Bay in that damn stadium. Absolutely. And then, and after we go to Green Bay, check this out. Christmas Day. Uh-oh. And that game's on Nickelodeon, too. I might watch it with my daughter over there. Denver Broncos coming to SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams on a special Christmas Day. CBS Paramount Plus Nickelodeon 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We get to see some slime. We actually get to see Lake Burleson call the game if you want to be watching on Nickelodeon. I love Lake Burleson. I love Nate Burleson, too. He does an excellent job, not only with sports, but the CBS Morning News as well. He's just an amazing cat. Uh, but and, then, see, and on the other side, we had Jim Nance and Tony Romo calling the game. Hey, they're they're a good tandem too. They work great together as well. So Wilson Wilson, he left Seattle, but he still got to come back to LA. Yeah, he still got to come back to LA, as we see right here. Um, I mean, a lot of people said a year ago that the Broncos were only a quarterback away from being an actual contender. They still they have, have a good defense. They got a veteran quarterback now. I still like the Rams to win this one, though. Oh yeah, the Rams better win on Christmas, goddammit. Yeah, that, that will that will that will pay me back for losing on my birthday against the damn Titans last year. <laughs> so yes, they better win that damn game on Christmas, goddammit. You, I don't think you know how pissed out I was. So pissed, my sister and them. I, I ain't want to go out with my sister and them to celebrate my birthday. That's how pissed I was when I watched that game. I was like, this is nuts. But, you know, that's that. And then, Week 17. You want to take Week 17? Because this is, this is... Week 17, the Rams are at the Chargers. It's going to feel like a neutral site because they're still at home. It's going to feel like a home game, really, to be honest with you, because it's still in the same stadium. It's like the Lakers versus the Clippers. You know, you're just walking down the hallway when you go into the locker room, really. I like the Rams to win this one. I think the Rams fans will take it over the Chargers. They don't really have many fans out here. They couldn't even sell out a soccer stadium over in Carson. Um, I I gotta go uh, with the Rams here, and I know I know the Chargers have a great edge rusher in Joey Bosa. I I know they have an up and coming star at the quarterback position in Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert, you know, is is gonna be a, a superstar in this league he already has the intangibles um of of a franchise quarterback there's no denying that um you know i think 
they have a great defensive coordinator. Uh, well, their coach, Brandon Staley, who used to be the Rams defensive coordinator. So, you know, he knows the Rams really well. Uh, he could scheme uh, really well. He can, you know, uh, find a way to throw off this team's balance, I think. But I think the Rams are still too powerful. They have too much firepower. I think the Rams win by a field goal. Or Sunday by, night football. Or by a touchdown. Or by a touchdown. Sunday night football. All eyes on LA. You, got like, you know what? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It really Khalil Mack, JC Jackson, along with Dorian James in the back on the backfield as well. Yeah, I love hey, Justin Herbert. Oh, I follow. I love Justin Herbert. Oh, I just absolutely love. Hey, him. Justin Herbert. He he's 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 he can play. Them them keeping Mike Williams was a big was a big thing for them. Chargers might take it because you know they little brothers. You know how you you know how the Clippers every time they see the lake, you see how they play. Yeah, they play. They play with greater intensity. They play. They play harder. I can see the Chargers doing the same thing. Yeah. And it, and it's late in the season too, so we talking playoff positioning is that is on the stake here for most likely the Chargers and now, it, it, in that gonna, division. Right, and you got to remember too, it's the battle for LA. So two of these teams are also battling for bragging rights as well. Well, as of right now, Rams control that one by a mile. Oh yeah, definitely, and they're going to continue to. To control it for one, Charger fans are the Chargers were better off than San Diego. They don't really get love out here because, for one, there's more Raiders fans and Rams fans out here than there are Chargers fans. And who do the Raiders play constantly in that division? The Chargers. So the Chargers don't get any love out here. They got more love in San Diego where they should have stayed. I can see the Chargers feeling some type of. I see the Chargers being the Clippers and trying to make and making a statement like, "Yo, yeah, we here, we here." And then we finish the season at the Pacific Northwest at Seattle, and you know, I, we might lose that. We might lose that on the whim of we already got everything we need. Got we need covered. Well, yeah, if you decide to sit out players. And rest them up if you already pretty much clinch a playoff berth. You know, why play your players and risk injury? So, yeah, you could lose that one in uh, week 18. So I think that puts us at 12 and 5 yet again. Yeah. Yeah, but I still think it, by the time it's all said and done, the rounds will come out on top in the division. Oh, yeah. The Cardinals got the second hardest schedule right behind us, and the San Francisco Cardinals is the top of the football schedule. So they ain't got no cupcake. They don't got no cupcake schedule either. So. Right. So while so while we beating up on each other, they facing the same teams that we got to face most most of the time anyway. So. Right. I like it. Twelve and five on the year. Now, here's my thing when it comes to this stretch, though. We talking Thursday night with the Ra- Ra- Raiders, Monday night with the Packers. Christmas Day against the Broncos, Sunday night against the Chargers. That's when the hell of a stretch. A lot of primetime games, too. A chance for you to manifest your greatness, your true greatness in front of, you know, a national audience. That's a, that is a tough, that's a brutal stretch, actually, when you look at that. That's that. I'm, I'm looking at that stretch like, damn. Thursday night, Monday night, Christmas. Short weeks too, right? I mean, yes, short weeks. So I was fascinated by it. I don't, even, I don't think, I don't, I don't remember a time when I, I don't even remember when Cowboys had a stretch like that. And this is just straight prime time and special games like that. Like, good gracious. Yeah. And we yeah, know that, Cowboys are a magic team. Schedule right there. Very hectic schedule. But if there's one All team right. that can endure a schedule that tedious and that trying and challenging, it's the Rams. All right, so give me your top three games from this schedule that you're looking forward to the most. Well, it would be the kickoff game against Buffalo. 
you know, because I like both of these teams' uh, high-flying offenses. I think you'll see a lot of a lot of uh, fireworks in that matchup. Both of these teams will throw haymakers at each other. And then I we see the 49ers play the Rams all the time. That's every year. That's nothing new. Right? And I think my other game is the Thursday night game in week 14 when they play the Raiders. That's the one where I think they can come out, you know, uh, without a win. I, I think the Raiders can escape and pull off the stunner against the Rams. And then I'm interested to see how well they fare in Green Bay at Lambeau Field against the Packers. So those are my three. Hmm. Those are good three. Buffalo, Raiders, and Packers. Yeah. Good quality yeah, opponents. And, and me, it's that it's that stretch. Cause like I we just talked about. I'm fascinated with that stretch. Three primetime games and a Christmas game all right behind each other. All right there's behind something each other. There's something interesting for me to watch. Plus, plus you're talking about, like I said, the Chargers going to have that clipper chip on their shoulder when that game comes. And it's primetime game at that one, too. Yeah, that's a primetime game. That's a Sunday night game. So, all right. I got one question for you before we get out of here. We have five divisional opponents right now, okay? Yeah. So, we – I got – for these five, you talking Bills, Cowboys, Bucks, Chiefs, and Packers. Uh-huh. Three of them is on the road, which is at the Bucks, at the Chiefs, and at the Packers. Yep. Bills and Cowboys come to us. Those games right there are stepping stones. But I'm going to focus on the three road games. How can can how you see the Rams doing that going at Temple, at Kansas City, and at Green Bay? I mean, it won't be easy. That's for sure. It's never easy grinding out a victory on the road. But like I said, if there's one team that can do it, it's the Rams. The Rams play really good in primetime games, like I said earlier. So that Monday night game is one that's to me uh, they can come away with against the Green Bay Packers. I know they haven't had much success there, but things do change and nothing stays the same all the time. And eventually you find a way to win the ball game. So this year I'm optimistic that they can do well in Green Bay. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs, remember last year, their offense was shaky erratic, you know? Um, A lot of people figured out how to neutralize and slow down Patrick Mahomes. And, I mean, you know, when you look at the Rams' defensive front particularly, they can they could put a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes and chase him down for much of the night to make it very difficult for him to make plays and, you know, uh, get his receivers involved in the game. You know, so, I mean, it won't be easy, but I think they'll do all right on the road, and we all know how well they play they have performed uh, against Tom Brady, you know, making life fairly difficult for him. Um, And they have been successful every time they played Tom Brady's Buccaneers. So I don't see the difference there. I think the Rams will be just fine. Um, These won't be easy games, but they'll come away with, I think, two of them at least. All right. All right. I, I, hey, there you, that's our schedule. Our path to Arizona is right in front of you. I like our chance to win the division, go in the playoffs, see how the seeding works out. We could be in Arizona to repeat, which would be quite lovely to win the, to win the first one in our building and go, on and go to the division of rivals building and win another one. Works right. for me. Works for you? That works for me. Alright, so that's all I got for y'all today. I'm thankful but before we get out of here, go ahead Jonathan, let the people know how can they get to you. 
Yes, yeah, so what's up, everyone? You guys can find me on Instagram, SportsJudge85. Uh, where you guys can really find me is on my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel. It's my first name, Jonathan. My last name, Mathis. But I am known as the Sports Judge. Look me up on YouTube. I'm a cartoon character with a blue, you know, coloring behind me. Uh, you won't miss me. You can find me on, on YouTube. My YouTube channel, please like and subscribe to it. You guys can also hit me up on Facebook. I have my own fan page. It's called The Sports Judge. Give that a thumbs up. Make sure you hit the like button and check out some content and my commentary on there. And you guys can also follow me on Twitter, SportsJudge85. Alright. For everybody that is in L.A., represents L.A., that man covers L.A. all over. I'm talking Dodgers, I'm talking Kings, I'm talking Lakers. He covers it all in L.A. So, me, I just cover the rim. It doesn't make me feel about Well, I try to cover as much I, as I can. <laughs> I, like, I like the Angels, but the Angels, they can disappoint me too much. Yeah, you know, it, it's unfortunate, really, when you look at the makeup of that roster, because what has been their Achilles heel for a very long time is their pitching. They don't have the best pitching department in baseball, and they have failed miserably to build around Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. And that has to be very frustrating, not only for a fan, but for those two players particularly. So, all right. So, y'all know me, the playmaker. Y'all heard me do rambling. So, can't wait. Right now, we're on season three. I think I'm on episode four right now for season three. It's been fun. Can't wait to get to this this preseason and then regular season game to really get into my bag for the Rams. Uh, y'all can catch me tomorrow. And Jonathan, if you're free tomorrow, you can join me and Bearman if you want to, because we're gonna talk about the entire schedule for the NFL. Tomorrow, me and Bearman, right here, same, right here around about five o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That should be fun. Me and Bearman gonna go through the entire NFL schedule because he did his Cowboys. I'm just doing my rounds now, so we got the rest of the NFL to talk about. That nice. should be fun. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, y'all already know. So that's my man, the sports judge, Jonathan Mathis, right there. I'm the playmaker, and we are signing out for this episode of Ramley Talk. Deuces. Take care. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donald Pegamaker signing off.